0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau.
1: God is a good God. He is so faithful. Lately, I pray more and more that we will see more miracles. I pray to God what Peter and the disciple pray in the book of Acts chapter four. God give us bonus to preach the gospel, to preach Jesus without fear, and not only that, you will stretch out your mighty hands to perform signs and wonders in our midst so that Jesus' name will be preached. So I pray that God will perform more and more miracles among us. We believe in the holy life. We believe that we need to live a holy life. But at the same time, we believe that miracles are still for today. Thank God I got the email from Thailand that uh, a a baby who was born with a severe lung problem and uh, almost dead. And this pastor emailed me and said, could you pray for this baby? We pray and I got the email this morning, woke up and he said that the baby was fine now and start to eat and going to go home soon. So we can see miracle. Uh, What touched my heart also is that many, many months ago, a lady brought in a dog two times in our midst. Initially, our archer said, no, you cannot bring the dog in here. The dog has tumor, a mass in the body. So we... Graciously allow her to bring the dog in and ask me to pray. God told her that bring the dog to this church. She is not our member. So I pray for the dog and I was thinking in my heart, what's going on here? I pray for the dog. But I pray anyway and I got the news yesterday that uh, the mass in the dog disappeared. Gone. And the dog is doing well. God is gracious. Amen. God is a good God. <laughs> Funny, huh? God healed dog in the church. <laughs> Praise God. Healing is still for today. Miracle is still for today. Amen. Casting out demons are still here today. I just got uh, Skype from Switzerland. They have meeting on Sunday and Saturday and uh, members over there email me, uh, Skype me and say that many demons come out from people. One Swiss man accepted Christ and baptized in water and uh, many miracles happened in the meeting. So God is moving in European country because somebody willing for the Holy Spirit to move and do his work. Amen. Today, the sermon I changed last minute. The sermon is about spiritual eyes. God has given us spiritual eyes. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to learn your word and to understand the way of heaven. Lord, we want to be mature. We want to develop our spiritual life, to be strong, and to be able to live a life that glorifies your name. We thank you, Father, that you will speak to your people today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Before I preach, I would like to share something in my heart to you. Um, because of my background and because what the Holy Spirit worked in my heart, the way that I delivered the message, I'm a neurosurgeon. When a patient walk into my office, it would be very unfair to the patient that I give Chuka quoted talk to the patient and did not tell them The the whole truth, nothing but the truth, such as don't eat this, don't do this because you're going to harm your body. You don't want your doctors to lie to you and go around the bush and try to dilute the information. You want the doctor to tell you exactly what you need to hear to protect yourself. Number two, I was thinking that our life is relatively short in this world and we don't have a lot of time to play around. Not only that, we are living in the world that is full of demons and enemies. We are in spiritual warfare. So my job as a pastor is not just to tickle your ear and entertain you on the pulpit to make you happy. But my job is to make you strong because you are the soldier of Christ. You need to be strong in order to fight the battle. The enemy is out there like a roaring lion who tries to come and devour you. The only way that you can live victoriously on this earth is that you must be strong spiritually. That's why I always think that I have only 52 Sundays, actually less than that because I travel a lot. I have only certain numbers of Sundays that I can come up and preach only for 40 minutes. I'm not going to waste time to play around Joking about government and joking about movie and make you laugh. I want to just go to the point as a doctor, but spiritual doctor. And I just want you to be strong, to be able to go out of this church on Sunday and can fight the battle and can help other people around you. You can help your kids. You can help your wife, your husband. We want you to be strong people, strong in the Lord. That is the calling of this church. We want you to grow up and be strong soldiers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So now you understand my heart. Today, I would like to talk about spiritual eyes. As we become a Christian, we are given by God the spiritual insight to be able to see things more than what we can see in the natural. And as Christians, we need to develop our Spiritual eyes are the eyes of the heart, not the physical eyes that we can see with our retina and occipital lobe and all the fiber in the brain that receive the physical vision. Yes, some of us have bad vision. We need to wear glasses. Some of us use special glasses to be able to see clearly. In the same way, we need to develop our spiritual eyes to see, think from the heart, not just from the natural eyes here. We are living in the physical world. We can see the chair. We can see the car. We can see the snow out there. But there is also real, existent spiritual world. The spiritual world is real. Heaven is real. Hell is real. God is more real than the chair you sit on right now. Demons are real. Satan is real. There are so many things going on in the spiritual kingdom in the spiritual realm that your physical eyes cannot see unless God gives you a special gift or special favor to be able to see the things in the spiritual realm. One pastor in Thailand that after she got touched by the fire of God, she went back to her old church. And she saw demons everywhere. She saw demon on the shoulder of people. She saw demon on the shoulder of the pastor who was preaching and make some faces, bad faces on people, kind of ridiculing face. She saw demons everywhere in, in that church and God showed her that because that church doesn't believe in the Holy Spirit and the fire of God. So demons are everywhere on people, cancer, sickness, divorce everywhere. So she was allowed by God to see the spiritual world, but as Christians, we should also develop the sensitivity in the heart to be able to detect what's going on in the spiritual world. You may not see it like a vision. You know the word vision means to see picture while we are awake, or dream the picture that we see while we are sleeping. But sometimes you don't see things like that, but you can sense, you can have insight even Apostle Paul prayed in Ephesians chapter 1, I pray that God will give you the revelation, the spiritual eyes to see the inheritance of your life, the power that God raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible talks about spiritual insight, understanding, and revelation so many times. Today, I will give you some background of the word spiritual eyes a little bit as an introduction. You can have clear spiritual eyes to see what's going on in the spiritual world. It will make you successful. It will protect you from a lot of wrong decision, wrong direction in your life. Have a clear spiritual eyes dictate success or failure, death and life, wrong decision or right decision. That's why I believe that all the Christians in the world should understand this subject I want to give you some background of the topic of the spiritual eyes. Number one, Christians must, must put more emphasis on their spiritual eyesight than the natural sight. Don't take me wrong. God gives us physical eyes for benefit. For example, before you walk across the street, you need to look right and left so that you will not get hit by the car. When you drive, you use your eyes to look at the rear mirror, shift from one lane to another lane without looking back first or looking at a mirror. You use your physical eyes to evaluate, to obtain and receive the information in the physical and mental level into your life. But there are many things in your life that you cannot see with your physical eyes. There are stories in the Bible that God's people have spiritual blindness and God's people who have spiritual clarity. I give you an example in Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13 talk about two men. One man named Abraham. Another man is Lot. Let me read Genesis 13, 5 to 13 to you. Lot also who went with Abraham had flocks and herds and tents. Now the land was not able to support them that they might do well together. For their possessions were so great that they could not do well together. And there was strife between the herdmen of Abraham's livestock and the herdmen of Lot's livestock, the Canaanites and the pesticides, then do well in the land. So Abram said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me and between my herdmen and your herdmen. For we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. Or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Abraham gave Lot the first choice. And Lot lifted his eyes. Everyone say eyes. eyes. He lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan. That it was well watered everywhere, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. As you go towards Soar. then Lord, Lord saw a beautiful land, full of prosperity, full of good stuff. The physical eyes of Lord focus on the natural prosperity. Then Lord shows for Himself. All the plain of Jordan and Lot journey east and they separate from each other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. But the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. The physical eyes of Lot were looking for prosperity and money and success He knew that people in that city were wicked. That's why if you read the whole story, Lot at the beginning pitched his tent outside the city. He did not go in yet. He just pitched outside. Only a short period of time, they were having a house inside because the world pulled them in. And you know the whole story. Eventually Lot lost his wife, his daughters, have relationship with all the people in the city and produce kids that became the enemy of the children of Israel. Because Lot made the wrong decision by depending or being led by the physical eyes. We have to be careful. That's why I don't want to train our members in this church to be led by the physical need or the work of the flesh. Try to please you with the work of the flesh because I want you to be spiritual people. I want you to be sensitive with the spiritual things, not just enjoy the night coffee stand and nice carpet and all the things that entertain your flesh. If you do that, we are training our members to be like Lot, just to look for the physical need and please their own flesh. Lot make a big mistake. He make the wrong choice. Because he was led by his physical eyes. Another example is Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb went into the land of Canaan. And the 10 spies together, 12 of them, they saw giants. They saw fortified cities, big wall. The 10 spies did not have spiritual eyes. They saw all the things with their own natural eyes. And they say, we could not make it here. Let's go back to Egypt. We're going to go in and die. But Joshua and Caleb, the Bible says, had a different spirit. They had a different spirit. Their spirit is sensitive to the way of God. They could see victory, even though the natural eyes look opposite that they're going to be killed there. But they have the spiritual eye to see and understand the promise of God, the grace and the power of God upon the children of Israel. That's why the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 38, the Bible say, Now the just shall live by faith. The Bible say we don't walk by sight, the natural sight. We walk by faith. Because in the spiritual realm, you don't see with your natural eyes. You need to stick with what the Bible say, even though you may not see it with your natural eyes. You need to stay committed to the promise of God. With the natural eyes, you may see a lot of problems and you feel discouraged and you want to back off and feel defeated, feel depressed, could not sleep, get depressed, get fearful, and you get into trouble. The devil will attack you because you just walk by your sight, what you see. But we need to go beyond what we can see with our natural eyes. We need to walk by faith and see things beyond the natural eyes, the promise of God, the great things of God that God going to do, even though in the midst of difficulties and hardships, let us develop our spiritual eyes by the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen? How many people want to have sharp spiritual eyes? I want to have a sharp spiritual eyes. I don't want to be like Lot. I don't want to be like the ten spies, make wrong decisions. Because they just depended on what they could see with their own eyes. Let us become more sensitive. I can see that Christians all over the world, we're going to all go to heaven. All the Christians who proclaim the name of Jesus and repent of their sin. But there are different types of Christians. Some Christians are led by carnality all the time. are led by the flesh, what they see. They use their soul, their mental, judge and think and plan and they... Just go by what they see and try to manipulate the situation by what they see. I don't want to be that kind of Christian. I want to be spiritual Christians that I can see something beyond what my natural eyes can see. And I want to be led by the Spirit of God. To be led by the Spirit of God, He will show us what's going on beyond what we can see with our natural eyes. Definitely, to be led by the Spirit, we need to walk by faith. We cannot walk by sight. Amen? I want to train you to be that kind of Christian. So the Bible clearly shows us that we need to put emphasis on the spiritual eyesight more than the natural eyesight. Let's look at another scripture. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance and his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people Look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. The second principle we learn from this scripture that we should follow the way of God is that don't look at other people just with our natural eyes. Don't look at the handsomeness, the beauty, the nice car, the nice house. He can speak well or not. Does he speak with accent or without accent? Don't just look at all these things. Don't look at the beauty of the church, the beautiful building, the program. They have nice program or not. This is all about natural thing. You need to look beyond the physical appearance, the physical appearance of man and the physical appearance of the building and even of the ministry. That's why I don't trust YouTube easily. You know, with the two-day technology, they can do anything in the movie. They can make it so nice. When I watch the YouTube about any ministry, I need to ask the Lord, really, this is right? Beyond what I see with my eyes because people can fool you today with movies, with even pictures. They can make all kinds of pictures with technology to fool you and you cannot just go by what people say in the internet, what you can see in the YouTube. You need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You are able to discern The things beyond what you see, this is important. Girls and young men, when you want to start to have a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship with somebody, you have to look beyond the physical beauty and handsomeness. You need to look deep in the heart because the heart is more important than the physical outside appearance. That's what God say in the Bible. I give you one example. In the book of Judges, chapter 6, Judges, chapter 6, I'm going to read 1 to 17, talking about God pick up a man who, if the people in the world look at him, will say, I'm not going to pick this man to be my leader because he looked very unimportant in the eyes of man. Judges, chapter 6, Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Median for seven years. We learn from the principle here that if you rebel against God, you sin against God, the protection of God is lifted. Then the devil will attack you. Don't blame God. That's why we need to live in the fear of God. We need to live a holy life. Don't open the door to idols or anything else. Just live a life of God, dedicated totally to God. And the hand of Median, the hand of Median, is symbolic of the hand of Satan today. The devil and demons prevail against Israel. Israel is symbolic of God's people today. Because of the Midianites, the children of Israel make for themselves the dens, the caves, and the strongholds which are in the mountains. So it was whenever Israel has sown, Midianites would come up, also Amalekites, and the people of the east would come up against them. If you live in sin, you do not love God, you cheat God, you sin against God, the devil can attack your business, your money, your home, your family, because the protection of God is lifted up. Then they would encamp against them and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor donkey, for they would come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts. Both they and their camels were without number, and they would enter the land to destroy it. So Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. They repented. If we know we sin, we need to repent. And it came to pass, when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel who said to them, Thus say the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you out. Everyone say up. Out. You need to stand up in faith and then God can take you out of the house of bondage. And I deliver you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all who oppressed you and drove them out before you and gave you their land. Also, I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. This is the key. Obey God. If you want God's victory, you want God miracles, and protection, you need to obey the word of God. You need to obey the voice of the Lord. Now, the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was at Oprah, which belonged to Joash, the obvious right, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, listen carefully, this is a very important sentence. The Lord is with you. Everyone say, the Lord Lord is is with me. The key to your successful life is the presence of God. If God's presence is with you, no one can come against you. You mighty man of valor. Wow, God was speaking to the farmer. The mighty man of valor. Sounds like talking to a soldier. Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles? Do you believe in miracles? I believe in miracles. Which our fathers told us about saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hand of the Midianite. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of Midianites, have I not sent you? So he said to God, O my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. If you go to a group of people and ask them to vote and choose a man who gonna deliver the children of Israel from the Midianites, I believe all those men are gonna choose very tall, handsome man who has a lot of money, come from the rich family, famous, to be able to do the job. But God picked Gideon, who was the least Of all his family. Gideon was nothing in the eyes of man. But God picked him. Do you know why? Because God looked at the heart. He did not look at the outward appearance. My dear brothers and sisters, from now on, when you want to be close friend with somebody, you want to invest money with somebody with a business, or you want to marry somebody, make sure you look beyond physical appearance. Make sure that the Lord show you that this is what God wants you to get involved with, to be partnered with, to be involved with. Because if you are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you make a wrong decision, you can get into trouble later on. Don't look at the handsomeness of a man. Nice talk or money or the car he drives. Look beyond that. Look at the heart of people. Amen? So quiet in this room today we should have the spiritual eyes and we should not depend on what we see with our natural eyes. If we use our natural eyes to keep looking at something, that thing can affect us. Look at Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. God gives us natural eyes to see, but if we keep using our natural eyes to focus and look at the right thing or wrong thing, it will affect us. Genesis 3, 1 to 6. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals of the the Lord God has made. He said to the woman, did God really say? The devil liked to put doubt and question. You must not eat from any tree in the garden. The woman said, he twisted what God said. God did not say that. He just twisted what God said. The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent or the devil lie again, deceive. The serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes, this is about spiritual eyes, not physical eyes. The serpent knows about spiritual eyes. Your spiritual eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. At this point, if Eve was wise enough, she would just say, devil, get behind me. Get out of here. I'm not going to argue with you and talk to you. I'm not going to have any more conversation with you. I'm going to walk away and do my work. busy with the work of God that God called me to do. Eve did not make that choice. Look at what Eve did. Verse 6. When the woman saw, everyone say saw, that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eyes, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband and was with her, and he ate it. What happened to this lady? She used her natural eyes to look at the wrong thing. That's why the devil put pornography, bad stuff, in the internet today. He knows that if Christians can use the eyes to look at the wrong thing long enough, it will jump in. Demon will jump in. Wrong idea will jump in. And they can get into big trouble. Even though they are the children of God, they can get into trouble. That's why we have to be careful what kind of book we read, what kind of things we look at. Amen? I don't like to look at the sport car that much on the road because I don't want to be tempted to to buy the sport car. $100,000 $100,000 or something. I don't want that $100,000 car. I don't look at all the sport cars. I don't look at nice houses that much because I don't want to be tempted too much. I don't want to get involved with any pornography, any books that will lead me out of God because if I keep looking, I'm going get into trouble. The temptation will be stronger and stronger. Eventually, I'm going to yield to the temptation. Look at what happened to King David. He made a big mistake. This, how many people believe David loved God so much? How many people believe that David was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write the book of Psalm? He was a man after God's own heart. He won all the battle, but look at what happened to him one day. And this really destroyed his family. One big mistake, because he did not guard his eyes. Big mistake, destroy his family. 2 Samuel eleven two 2-5. One evening, David got up from his bed, and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw, everyone say saw, a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful, and David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Is she married? She's married. She has a husband. Then David sent messenger to get her. She came to him and he slept with her. Now she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanness. Then she went back home. So sad story. The woman conceived and sent word to David saying, I am pregnant. And you know the whole story. King David sent Uriah, the husband, to the front part of the battle. So that he would be killed by the enemy. He did not only commit adultery. But he also commit murder. When did it start? Everyone point to your own eyes. Start here. He saw a woman bathing. He, instead of turning around and walk away and read the Bible. He kept looking. He kept looking and looking. To the point that soldier come here. Go and find out who she is. Step by step, getting into trouble because of the eyes. That's why Paul warned God's people in the Bible, don't be carnal Christian. Don't be a Christian who please your flesh, who try to entertain your flesh, your sinful nature. And the devil will come to you to try to get into your sinful nature through one window of your life. That is your eyes. The eyes is a window of your life. You see things. And if you try to please your flesh, the devil going to get into you. And you can be in trouble. Proverbs chapter 23, verses 31 to 32. Do not gaze at wine. Last night I went to a Taiwanese restaurant. They handed me the menu of wine. When it is red, <laughs> I put it down. I didn't open. When it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly, in the end, it bites like a snake and poison like a viper. God warns us not to look at the wine. Nothing wrong to drink alcohol according to the Bible, but you can get drunk with wine if you are not careful. This is what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 31 verses 4 to 7. It is not for kings, Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine. It's not good for Christian leaders who hold a position in the church. It's not good for the husband who have Responsibility to lead the children and lead the wife to the way of God. Kings mean leaders of any society, of any group of people. To drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Let beer be for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget. What happens when you drink alcohol too much? You forget and you can make mistakes. Their poverty and remember their misery no more. Again, the emphasis of this teaching is about your eyes. If you keep looking at the wine, the appetite come up and you want to drink. And if you get drunk, you get into trouble. Amen? Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 10 in New King James Version. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure. For my heart rejoiced in all my labor. And this was my reward from all my labor. King Solomon got into big trouble at the end of his life. Because whatever he see with his eyes, he just yielded to it. He just pleased his flesh, everything he see. Now you understand why we need to have self-control. Amen? Watch your physical eyes. And be more sensitive with your spiritual eyes to understand the way of God. I watched a news in the TV many months ago. A young man, I think he's about 32 years old, came out and gave testimony he is in jail. He killed his own parents. He walked down the basement and shot his dad and mom. And he killed so many people. He admitted that when he was young, growing up, he watched all kinds of killing movies. He kept watching. And the more he watched all this killing movie, he began to put himself in those actors and say, oh, wow, it's fun to kill. And eventually, demon came upon him. This is my own opinion. Demon came upon him. Not what he said. He did not talk about demon. And eventually, he was able to kill his own parents. You see, what you watch, you have to be careful. It will get in you and will change your life. You need to be careful because even as Christian, your spiritual eyes can be darkened and can be blinded. Romans chapter 1, 18 to 25. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen. You see the evidence of God everywhere. You see the sun, the moon, the flower, the mountain. You see the creation, the beautiful. You see people sit around you. Right now, you know they are not for monkeys. It's impossible that calcium, potassium, and chloride come together and become you. No way. Have you ever seen any man in the world that put sodium, potassium and chloride and oxygen in the test tube and chant for a little bit and become a human or an animal? Never. You see the evidence of Creator around you everywhere so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, people know that there is God. They neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him. But their thinking became And their foolish hearts, everyone say heart, spiritual eyes is of the heart, were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. Therefore, God gave them over to the sinful desires of their hearts, to sexual impurity, for the degrading of their bodies with one another. If we have a hardened heart, we are not thankful to God anymore. We start to rebel against God. We begin to say, I don't care what God say in the Bible. I'm going to do my way. Complain, complain. No thankful heart. Eventually, your spiritual eyes, your heart will be darkened and you can get into sin and you give all the excuses you say, oh, it's okay, other people do it, I can do it too. And God allow you to do it, because He never forced you. We need to keep our heart gentle, humble, and thankful to the Lord in everything. That our heart will not be hardened. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. This scripture says that there are many things in this life that are not visible. That's why I want to train all of you to be spiritual people, not just come to church for social, have a nice coffee and food and have fun and socialize together. We need to be people who are sensitive to the spiritual world, that we can tell what is going on. If I have a chance, I will come back to teach you how to develop your spiritual eyes to be more sensitive. There is a way to develop that according to the Bible. Today, just introduction. That spiritual world is real. Natural world is real. We have the natural eyes, and we need to know that we have also spiritual eyes. Spiritual sight from our heart that God can help us to see beyond what your physical eye can see. We need to keep our heart right. We need to be humble, be thankful, and depend on the Holy Spirit to see things. Because I came from the background of Buddhism. When I was a Buddhist, I played with demons a lot. I chanted. I called spirit into me. I was able to walk around my house with my eye closed because the evil spirit was in me and... They led me to walk around the house. I saw miracles with my own eyes. I went to the place where they put spell on my back and they pulled out a knife, hit my back and my skin was not cut. They pulled out a big board and hit my head. My head should be cracked, but the board broke. But my head has no harm. They put me on the chair with long nails, about this long, and a big guy, came upon my lap and jumped on me that my body would get into the nail, but my pants would not even have a hole. I knew since I was a young man that the spiritual world is real. Demons are real. Satan is real. Evil spirits are real. Why don't Christians get trained to be understanding and sensitive to the spiritual world? If you are not, you're going to get into trouble. You just keep looking at the things of the world with your physical eyes, but you don't know how to walk with the Holy Spirit and understand the things of the spiritual world. You need to. Period. Amen? And our church will train you to do that. We teach you. We train you. Why we lay hands on people on Sunday? Why we move in the file of God? Because the more presence of God in you, the more Holy Spirit in you, the more sensitive to the world of the Spirit you're going to be. And also you experience the touch of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, touch you, you know that the spiritual world. And you learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit and be sensitive to the spiritual world. Listen to the voice of the Spirit. We really need the Holy Spirit to be able to discern what is going on in the spiritual world because we cannot see the spiritual world. Only one person in the whole universe that can show us what's going on in the spiritual world is the Holy Spirit. That's why the church needs to welcome the Holy Spirit. Amen? Believe me, I don't lay hand on people and impart the Holy Spirit just for fun, just to show that, oh, I can lay hand and miracle happen. No, no, no. Actually, it's also about training you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit training you how to yield to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit and have more sensitivity in your spiritual eyes. There's so many benefits of laying on of hand and get people touched by the Spirit of God. I hope you understand my heart that I'm doing all this thing because I loved you and I want you to be a strong Christian, to be sensitive to the spiritual world more than before. Amen? So that you will not make mistakes. You will not make wrong decisions. Amen? You can see. When people come to you and talk, you can see right away something wrong in the spirit. They may say nice words, but you can sense, discern. Something is going on here. I have to be careful with this relationship. Some people may come to you and want you to get investment with them and you can discern something is not right. You listen to the Holy Spirit. Somebody may hand you a book to read. It sounds like a good Christian book, but after you read for a few pages, you say, oh, Mm, something wrong here. I'm not going to follow this teaching. This is something wrong. Many times, you know, when people present some doctrine to me, I have to really pray and ask the Holy Spirit, should I bring this doctrine to this church? Sometimes I struggle, I have to admit to you, because many churches welcome those doctrines. Am I weird that I don't welcome that doctrine? But after I pray and pray and pray for many months, God still tell me, no, don't bring it into your church. So I have to back off and say, I'm not going to bring this practice into this church. I'm sorry. I'm responsible for this church, so I'm going to have to listen to the Holy Spirit. I need to protect the sheep of God. So I don't allow certain doctrines, certain practices of certain Christian churches to come into this church because I'm concerned. I have spiritual eyes. I'm a man who's sensitive in the spiritual world, and I can see if I bring that in, what problem is going to happen in this church? I can see right away in the long term. You see my point? So that's why we need to be all sensitive to the spiritual world and understand what is behind the scene because the devil is cunning and he will try to throw in things into the church to make a church get into trouble. We need to be sensitive. And I'm that kind of man. I'm very sensitive to the spiritual world. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching your people to understand more about the spiritual eyes of the heart. Help us, Lord, not to be carnal people, the people of the flesh who are led by what they see. Help us, Lord, not to keep our eyes on the wrong thing that will lead us into the wrong direction, Lord. Help us to keep our eyes in the Bible, in your word, in the things of God, Help us to have our eyes focused on the rewards in heaven, on the things that you want us to look at. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord. Fill your people with your presence like you did to Gideon, Lord. And also, give them the favor. All your people in this house will make the right choice every single day. They will be thankful to you, Lord. They will not have a hardened heart toward you. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
0: We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206- die